This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, 7 o'clock right on the nose, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information. Anything in the news that's good you've seen? Yeah, um, I saw the Teacher of the Year. They were talking about at Star Trib um, from St. Paul, and they wrote a, a whole write-up on him, and it's pretty cool. Teacher of the Year? Yeah, I put it in Tom's news stories. Oh, you did? Yes, sir. Should I track it down? Yeah, I think you'd like it. It's nice, uh, I think, a good one. No, wait a minute. It's not as good as man quit job to live in van and find Loch Ness Monster. I like that one, too. Well, you put that in there, so that's good. <laughs> yes, sir. Did you guys have any teachers that changed your life? Yeah, for the worse. Yeah, I hear you. I, at Brown, I remember Mike Cronforst I liked a lot. Oh, he was a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was a very nice guy. Oh, well, yeah, I would agree with you. Brown, there were good teachers there. Yeah, yeah. and, like, I, I just really liked him, and he was just, he gave a lot of good advice, and um, and I had, I had good teachers. I just... I don't know how in it I was in high school to have my life affected mm-hmm. by anybody. Well, did you learn anything? I hope so. Well, Maybe. so apparently not. In other <laughs> words, you didn't. I hope, hope so. so. You learned nothing. Is that the plan there, ladies and gentlemen? I uh, should check on the weather because it, it's looking pretty good. Mixed sun and clouds today, warm but not humid, with a high of 87. So, yeah, very pleasant day coming up. Wednesday, hot and sunny, not too humid again, with a high of 88. Thursday, hot and mostly sunny. They're throwing in not very humid three days in a row. That's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah. To point out that it's not going to be humid for today, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, A possible thunderstorm on Friday. Of course there is, because it's the weekend. Thunderstorms on Friday, possible scattered thunderstorms on Saturday. But Sunday, mostly sunny and warm with a high of 86. Yeah, the weather's looking really good. Look, I mean, these, these predictions past about three days don't matter anyway, do they? Yeah, that's very true. I mean, it's, so basically we're talking uh, very nice today, tomorrow, and Thursday. It is sunny and 61 right now, so that's good. Uh, teacher of the Year. Meet the Teacher of the Year who makes math matter to his St. Paul students. Uh, Michael Houston. I'm going back to Houston. Come on, sing along. Uh, Houston. Houston. Thank you. Uh, in early May, uh, St. Paul Harding senior high school math teacher Michael Houston was named Minnesota Teacher of the Year. Getting there, he admits, was a winding road. It was a winding road. Uh, born and raised in Columbus, Ohio, Houston came to Minnesota to play football as a walk-on for the Gophers. He later transferred to Concordia University in St. Paul where a math professor inspired him to become a math teacher. Now it's Houston doing the inspiring. I, on St. Paul, recently met with Houston to talk about how he works, uh, he's worked to make uh, connections with his kids over a 19-year career at Eastside High School, which saw a tragedy this year when a student was stabbed to death in February. Oh, Jesus. See, isn't that sad in the world right now? This is a great story about a great guy, and somebody <laughs> still gets killed. Jesus, oh that's God. sad. God. Uh, Mr. Houston, I'm sorry that somebody got killed right in the middle of your <laughs> story. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. And I'm not laughing at that. It's a frustration thing. Oh, it's just so jarring. So I understand the oh. anxious kind of giggle feel of, yeah, that, that was, what a twist. Well, it's just, it's, it's sad. There's one quote I want to read here. What brought you to Minnesota? I needed to get away. A couple of my best friends, they received full-ride scholarships to play football, one to Michigan and one to Iowa. As friends, we competed all the time in sports and football particularly, so they got their full-ride scholarships and they were going to leave, and I was left behind, so I decided to go to Minnesota. So that's very good. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Michael Houston, what the hell's the number again? 952-600-2575. You nailed it. Houston, get off your ass and call in. Let's go. We'll see if you're any good at calling in. What do you say? He's a math teacher, so he could put numbers together. Yeah, but he'll probably add up our phone number or something. Could be. So, yeah, 952-600-2575, Michael Houston. Uh, if you want to call in, we congratulate you in public. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, I, um, I was a big fan of math in school. Do you guys like Most people either love it or hate it. I like math because it's consistent. It is consistent. Well, if you do it right, I suppose. Right. I've seen some people that are not very good at it, I'll tell you that, um, unfortunately. I hated it. My daughter is just such a whiz at it, and it just it almost kind of drives me crazy that she's so good with right. it. Yeah, because I, I look at it, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. You, you show me a piece of video, and I'm like, I know exactly what to do with it. But you show me a math equation, and I'm like, I tapped out with her homework at, like, grade four. Isn't um, that hard? And then do, are they doing the, I don't want to call it new math, but 
is that where they're doing the ad? You divide an ad differently? I got into an argument in a Caribou Coffee because, you know, the question of the day where you get to save 10 cents if yeah, you get yeah. it right. Yeah. It was something like, what is 3 plus 4 divided by 12 multiplied by 15? And I was like, well, the answer is 36. And the lady's like, it's not. It's actually 57. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, and they're like, no, you got to do new math. I was like, well, there's no new math. It's math. There's no well, new the answers old. are supposed to be the same. Yeah. But no, but that was I. But and for some reason, I got it wrong. <laughs> so I didn't save ten cents. Oh God, I could have gone to an investment. Mm-hmm. So what is new math anyway? It's really um, just the way that they're getting things. It's they look at things in bunches of ten, and then use it. It's it's just a different way of looking at numbers. It means once they have it memorized, they can do it pretty quickly mm-hmm. in their heads. Um, you can do that anyway, can't you? Yeah, some of it, but um, like I've always, I always liked math. Um, but when you start doing it in new math, you just have to like trust their process. Like I, my when I nannied, I would have my sheet of paper and Brookie would have hers, and we'd get to the same thing just in a different way. We got new math and same old dumb people. So two plus two equals four is different now. I think it's or is that more... just addition rather than math. <laughs> I think you you know what it's probably just rebranding math. That's all it is. Yeah. It's like this is our idea now. That's what that is. Yep. You there know. you go. Hey, as long as you can add things up and get to the right number, who gives a rat's ass how you do it? Good for you. Yeah, it's fun when you watch a kid though. When you uh, Tom, you probably remember when your kiddos were learning math and you see it connect. It's fun to watch that happen, and you go, okay, yeah. Andy didn't grow up around you, did he? No, I didn't. I, mean, I didn't meet Andy until I met. I knew you for a long time. I swear to God, in the hospital, as soon as he came out, he looked at me and said, "Dad, you should get better at math." I just, <laughs> he is unbelievably good at math. Did you have to teach um, Alex math and it, or anything? Well, we went through it. I mean, yeah, it, 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 you know, we went. Through, no, no, that's not against against Alex. But I'm just saying, I left it to the teachers to do a good job. Because, like, people, it's so funny because people will have traumatic experiences with their parents at the table doing no, math. No, we didn't do that. No, we didn't do any of that stuff. No. I think Catherine went through it with them all. Well, yeah, I mean, I was gone all the time anyway, so it, it kind of had, had to go that way. But that is true. Hey, you want to do old math? You want to do new? You see, all of these things that people like to divide, God, we are, we're, you have math, but we have better math. It's like, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> I used to get pissed off at stuff like that, and now it's like, it's like, yep, you're absolutely right. Your math is just magnificent. Now go over there. Right? Yep. Leave me alone. Get away from me, you. I'm trying to uh, avoid something that, that it doesn't make me sad. Well, it does make me sad, but I'm not depressed over it or anything. I've always liked this guy. I've had him on the, not this show, but we had him on the morning show several times. Pat Sajak is retiring from the Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, he's great. He's a great, you know, he's a very smart guy. Oh, yeah. He's a really smart guy. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry to see that because I, I don't catch, you know, the one thing that will happen now because it was just uh, within the last year, the last several times I watched Wheel of Fortune was with my father-in-law, Don, who passed away. So I'll always have that memory of my, grand, my uh, wife's father sitting there going through Wheel of Fortune, guessing what it is at 93 <laughs> years old, which was fantastic. <laughs> so it's a great memory. Now, like I said, Vanna White, Pat Sajak, the whole shoot match. I always loved that. You guys watch that show? Oh, yeah. It's so good. It's terrific. It really is. And you can learn things, so that's a good deal. Yeah, it's pretty fun to watch. I wonder, who would you think would be a good replacement for Pat? Ooh, that's a tough call I right there. I know. Because it didn't work out on the other one, uh, Alex Trebek's show. Oh, God, that was a mess. I heard it was just, I didn't even watch it, but I heard it was dreadful. Well, they still have Jeopardy rolling, right? I mean, they yeah. still have, yeah. Yeah. Maya Bialik, was that was her but name? But getting to that was just Yeah, because Ken Jennings chaos. was also the mm-hmm. uh, host for a while there, yeah. And mm-hmm. then they had, what was it, who, what? Football player was it Aaron Rodgers or who? oh god was that who that's was, all we need who there was a I don't know a football player that was that was yeah Aaron so. Rodgers did very well on Jeopardy I think he won like he? two or three, three uh, two or three no, rounds no but I mean he hosted for oh a he little did host bit. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah oh, I didn't yeah know that. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that he hosted and that was kind of a bridge between they didn't know what to do after Ken Jennings was out and it was just like it was a lot of little chaos here uh, around. 
Yeah, that whole thing. Well, then they had the executive producer of the show host for about seven shows, and then some information came out about yeah. him, and he was like, you know what? I'm just going to step back into my office. I will, I'll be there if you guys need me. They're like, oh, by the way, you're very fired. Yeah. <laughs> so why did they fire him? I can't even remember why. Like a Me Too kind of thing. There was some, like, you know, hostile work environment sort of accusations made, and he was like, you know what? I, I, I mean, how do you spend... 27 years with the same person and it never comes out then all of a sudden you get yourself right. into the hot seat right and now all of a sudden this information comes out it's like i don't know i, I read some of that stuff and just go well was it was it a work hostile work environment because i don't know if you guys have ever worked on a construction site that's a hostile work environment yeah. yep. when you're putting on a game show you know and recording three at a crack and there's craft services you're doing fine there you have it so yeah i i I don't know why. I suppose maybe because Don wasn't around any longer. I haven't watched Wheel of Fortune in several months now, but hopefully it's still a good show. And the other one, uh, what the hell is the other one we were talking about? Jeopardy. Again? Jeopardy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to love that show. Alex Trebek was terrific on there. Yeah. But um, you could actually learn things by watching shows like that, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people want to learn, though. You know what, though, with Jeopardy, I don't know what it is, and I, I know well, like my learning style is not... I can't retain it that way it, when you just watch a bunch of questions and the answers come up quickly, like come and go. Like that does not stick with me at all. You know, off the air, one of the things that those guys got so pissed off about, and we didn't, they wouldn't talk about it on the air, but I think it's on the Internet, I think. But it's phony. There was a, a puzzle is the puzzle on Wheel of Fortune or is it on the other one? I can't remember. Wheel of Fortune is the one you fill in the blank yeah. puzzle kind of thing. The puzzle. Okay, puzzle. good. Yeah. So it was Wheel of Fortune. Uh, the word up there was C-L-A-M-I-G-G-E-R. Okay? So clam digger? Clam digger. Okay. Only they tried to claim the guy said the big N. Whoa, really? Whoa. That's complete and utter bullshit. I wow. mean, there's no way that's true. Yeah, there's actually video of it and everything. I don't think I've ever seen that <laughs> Yeah, one. it was yes. really a thrill for her. Wow. Well, there's Pat Sajak. That South Park episode. Did you ever see that where... I believe so. It's I Wheel of South Fortune Park. and oh, he yeah, thinks yeah, yeah. he knows the answer and it's an inappropriate word and they keep kind of goading him, but it's absolutely not that. And mm-hmm. so then he screams it out, and they're like... Whoa! How, yeah. how long ago was that? It was, well, I'm sure they reflect real life all the time, so it could have been around that time. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking, is maybe the other guy was inspired by them, or they were inspired by the other guy. Sure. I guess. Yeah. But did any... Would, would anybody... Believe, yeah, we're going to put that on national television, <laughs> the big N. That's what we're going to do. It's going to be... And plus it ties directly to clam anyway. Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah. There's also that uh, that that was it the newlywed game. Okay, Jill. Yeah. Where is the craziest place you've ever had sex? She's like in the butt, Bob. That's what? real though. That's, that's super funny. So what's funny is that's real. There's yep. a lot of people who play that off like they wrote that joke. Oh really? Somebody had told me that. Like an, an older comedian was like, oh, I wrote God. that joke a long time ago. Before they took it, they took it from me and stole it. I was like, I think that's a real moment because that woman's face is. is very, very red. Well, yep. you know, they could both be true. It's not like it's that creative of a no, joke. No, you're right. Yeah. And this woman could totally have misunderstood them. Yeah. She seems so sincere. <laughs> I cannot picture Catherine saying that. I got to be very honest with you. Not happening. <laughs> no. Catherine not a- is funny though. I could see her. Saying it in the sense of it being a big joke. Not a Catherine deal to be doing that stuff. Uh, it's the end of an era, ladies and gentlemen. 76-year-old Pat Sajak is retiring as a host of Wheel of Fortune. The 41st season. <laughs> 41 seasons. That's insane. Holy God. I love that show, though. To this day, I do. The 41st season that starts in September will be its last, but he'll be sticking around as a consultant for three years after that. So, in other words, they're going to pay him a big uh, goodbye present mm-hmm. and pretend that he's still working. Uh, He says, quote, it's been a wonderful ride, and I'll have more to say in the coming months. Many thanks to you all. If nothing else, I'll uh, keep the clickbait sites busy. Pat said the uh, most, oh, Pat's been the most syndicated version, uh, the host said the most syndicated version since 1983. That is amazing to me. The whole 40 years, 41 years. There's no word on who will replace him. Um, well, you remember that Chuck Woolery was, of course, the original host of the original version of Wheel of Fortune, and he left in 1981. Wow, I did not know that. I do remember that, actually. Huh. 
I was a teenage boy, ladies and gentlemen. That's not. That's a lie. That was not. <laughs> um, yeah, he was. I, I remember him most in that show. I, I used to like him. What, what's the one when he used to go? We'll be back in two and two. Remember that? That was a love connection. Love connection. Yeah. That's exactly. We'll be right back in two and two. Yeah. Two and and he do that two and two. Oh, <laughs> really? Will we? Chuck? I heard he was a great guy, but never met. I talked to him on the phone uh, on the show once, but I never met him. Anybody you ever run across him? Mm-mm. No, but everybody who I know who has had interactions with him say he was just the best. Yep. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. I've heard the same thing. Same story. No question about it. But Pat Sajak, I've loved watching you on the show. He did such a great job. He and Vanna White worked together very, very well. Love that show, Wheel of Fortune. I haven't seen it now in a few months, though, so I better get after it. Yeah. But I think I'm like that in that, that if I was watching it with Don, and then all of a sudden Don dies, I do have to stay away from stuff for a while because of that. Take a little break. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Is that weird? No, you have an emotional attachment to things. I, yeah, I, I we're very yeah. thankful for people that feel that way about stuff in entertainment. Well, um, I'm never going to do it for you. Forget it. You're out of the mix. Uh, obviously, you've never probably gone out of your way to watch or listen to any of my stuff. Like, you know, Barbie and all that stuff. I'm just not into it like you are. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> um, somebody wrote in that they thought that Pat Sajak or Sajak's daughter, May, Maggie Sajak. I think she's filling in for Vanna once in a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, you know um, what? I've seen her. You're right. But yeah, they were saying she'd be a good uh, replacement. Works for me. We got to take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Now at the Lodge in Miller Marine. Um, now at the Lodge in Miller Marine, it's Tom Bernard for the uh, Power Lodge and the world's largest Bennington pontoon dealer, Miller Marine in St. Cloud. Temperatures are up, prices are down. We just hit 88 degrees, so Miller Marine and Power Lodge are offering hot 88 summer deals for the next two weeks only. Get a Bennington pontoon at 28888 And as a bonus, the first eight pontoons come with a trailer for 1888 Finance it all for just $288 a month. You want something larger than get a tri-tune starting at $43,888 or just $488 a month. With over 300 pontoons in stock, they've got what you need at the world's largest Bennington dealer, Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Payment terms and credits are limited. Uh, Credit limits, excuse me, are subject to credit approval. You know that, though, right? Uh Well, now you do anyway. So come on. It's time to get serious about your throttle therapy and this two-week deal until June 17th. Check selection at PowerLodge.com and MillerMarine.com. Hot 88 summer deals with Bennington pontoons are now at the Lodge and Miller Marine. Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? Hubbard Interactive can help. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp, plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know and trust. If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they talk to you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. Two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal advice. They aren't lawyers and they aren't licensed to practice law. Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information. I just saw this headline. I have no idea what it means because it makes no sense to me, so maybe you guys can figure it out. The jobs women consider sexy and the ones men consider sexy. What job would be sexy? Probably like a fireman. Isn't that sexy? Yeah. Well, I suppose a lot of, yeah, women are attracted to firefighters, aren't they? I don't like any of that like I don't want inconsistent hours I think it's hot when Justin gets done with work at 4 p.m. like that's hot to me what does he do for a living he works uh, at General Mills doing what he works he's an IO psychologist so it's the placement of upper management oh so he does nothing of course he does nothing it's typical 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 Um, so he does placement for upper management. Yeah, so he does these, uh, like, tests that people have to come in and then where you can hire or where you can't hire. Like, they, it's, it's, it's like cosmopolitan quizzes for high echelon jobs. It's so confusing. Oh, you have to take a quiz to work there? Pretty much. I guess I won't assess- be working at GM. They call it them assessments. <laughs> An assessment? Yes. You know, I used to go there all the time because I knew the, the CEO of General Mills. Beautiful campus. Oh, it is. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Plus, Steve put my picture on the Wheaties box. Ooh, oh. And you know, some people actually believe that's real, that they took a picture of me out on the golf course oh. and put it on a Wheaties box. Like, I thought it was going to be like no. you palming a basketball because you can hold one probably. You probably hold two in your yeah. hands. Um Yeah, no, I uh, he, he technically works in HR. We'll just say HR, General Mills, but... Um, yeah, I love his job because they're good about if Go goes sick, he has got consistent hours. Like, I don't want... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I don't want him to be, I gotta go at 4 a.m. to run out to a fire. I appreciate those people, but, like, not my version of sexy. I don't know that sexy would ever came up in this. Yeah, you said what... what no, forget it, you're out. It was, like, the original question. No, it was the original question. <laughs> you realized question. it halfway through no, it. I just... And you went, ah! <laughs> I'm getting messages as we speak. How dare they? Um, in any case, the sex experts, I love that. How do you qualify as a sex expert? Yeah, Excuse, explain that to me, please. I just know that I do not qualify me as either. a sex expert. Not me either. Oh, wait a minute. They're sex experts because they work at lovehoney.com. So there you go. Must be nice. The sex experts at Love Honey. I'll tell you, you know, can I cash my paycheck here? Really? Where's Oh, it's from Love Honey? No. <laughs> no. No, you cannot. Your money's your no good and <laughs> sticky. No. Get out. Uh, recently conducted several surveys asking men and women which professions they consider the most sexually attractive, and some of the results will surprise you. Now, I have not seen any of these. What is the percentage of chance that radio's in there or oh, podcasting? S- so low. Zero. Mm-hmm. No, we are not a sexy no. group of people. Our profession is not cool. Nope. Once you see it in action, you go, that's not that sexy. It's a lot more boring than I thought it'd be. <laughs> I know? don't know how many times people would come into every any station I've ever been on and go, huh, this is underwhelming. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> it, and the people in it are even more underwhelming. That's the best way to put it. True that. Uh, the top ten sexiest professions, uh, according to women, are... Lawyer? What? Okay. I'm thinking of two lawyers right now, and neither one of them is very sexy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm going to get a call All at right. about 10.01 this morning. I can guarantee you that. Lawyer? Farmer? <laughs> you consider farmers to be sexy? No. I mean, not the... Uh, I don't. I can't say... My, my whole family, my uncles, all those people yeah. on Justin's side... 
are all farmers, and I don't walk around going, damn. Yeah, look at you in your overalls, boy. Damn. Where did he grow up again? Uh, Bemidji, or right Bemidji, next to Bemidji. Okay. It's this little town called uh, named Shevlin. Has he ever adjusted any temperatures over 35? What, what do you mean? You ever been in Bemidji? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Does it ever get over 40 there? No, no. I mean, Jesus, it's cold. Yeah, yeah it's freezing. Man. Absolutely. I used to drive over there from, uh, we get a bunch of friends when I was working at KNOX in, in Grand Forks. So we'd drive over to Bemidji once in a while to meet people. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. Remember Joe Folger? Mm-mm. He was working at KTRF in Thief River Falls at oh. the time. I think he worked at KWB later. Okay. I think that's where he was. Really nice guy, but... One of the great things about that is, and I won't say who it was, but you would know this person because he worked at KWB too. He was driving, took his hands off the wheel to look for something. We went right in the ditch. <gasps> and I said, do not take your foot off the accelerator because otherwise you're going to be stuck here forever. And he just guided it along and pulled right back up out of the ditch. It was really weird. That is both terrifying and oh, impressive at the was, end. It was, yeah. You're right. Mm -hmm. It was terrifying and then it was impressive. And then you're just back on the road and you're both breathing heavy and you're like, Okay, do we talk about this or? The one plus, hmm. he was driving, but I wasn't, so I had a drink. Yeah, you're <laughs> shaking hands. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> it was amazing. Because he's like, yeah, so anyway, I'm like, boom, right in the ditch. Oh, my God. We're very lucky there wasn't any water in that ditch because we'd have never gotten out of there then. Okay, so here's the deal. We're asking men and women which professions they consider the 10 most sexually attractive. We already went through lawyer and farmer, electrician. I mean, I will say this. I know somebody who's married to an electrician, and that guy is, A, very sexy, and B, super handy. Mm -hmm. Like, he fixes everything. Just randomly. He was at our house. He's like, you want me to tighten it? Yep. That's pretty, pretty, pretty handy. Yeah, but if you were her, wouldn't you call him and leave a message? Make sure he didn't answer the phone. Make yeah. sure he wasn't home. Okay. Call and leave a message. Back in the old days. Just on his cell phone now, obviously. I'm sorry, Bill, but there's just no spark. And hang up. What do you think? <laughs> it's Julia's husband, so maybe we should do that from Lori and Julia. <laughs> yeah, there you hey, go. Hey, Julia. Okay. Yeah, she listens all the time. So, yeah, just go no ahead spark. and do that. There's no spark. Mm. She's not listening. Again, 952-600-2575. Julia calling. Get off your ass. I don't know if she's up yet. What do you mean? It's 730 for I worked, Christ's sake. I worked for her yesterday. So she had oh, did a, you? Yeah. So she could have Does had she a, ever work? Um, well, I work for both of them. So they, they never work. I mean... They're always working. They're pop culture. Why are they're you always. Oh, pop culture? They're, oh, God. They're following the beat. I might vomit. Mm. I'm not no, saying I work, for, Lo I work for Lori and Julia, and so they whoever takes off time, I get to fill in. Okay, because I do know uh, uh, Catherine really likes, the, I think it's Julia. Is that the one she knows? She knows both of them because she oh, met she them both, both at them? my baby shower. Yeah, she likes them, apparently. They're so lovely. Uh, nice to hear. Lori and her husband listened last week, and Lori goes, I think I could come on that show and hang out. Yeah, good. I'm good just luck. saying she wa you don't want her on? Go, go lock the door. You yeah. don't want Lori Just in case on? she's out there. No, I, what, you, you do what you do. No, I just mean like. It would be hilarious. You guys are both very, very funny. Uh -huh. I don't know. We had Tiffany Norton fill in one day, and that did not go very Whoa, well. Whoa, so. Tiffany. And I love yeah. Tiffany. Love Tiffany. She's a great Didn't, person. But I think her and Julia are very much so simpatico. You mean Lori? Are, are, well, you know what? All three of them. Have you hung out with those two cackling hens? Like, they I've are never met. <laughs> I've never met uh, Tiffany. Oh, right on. So I yeah. don't know. She's a very nice person. But my God, what she was just driven or... Popped a bolt, or I don't know what the hell happened to her. Well, these two are radio every day. It's not the same as being on this show. Oh. This is not radio. Yeah. We talked about that eight billion times. This is nothing like radio. Uh, you guys remember it. yesterday when we were talking about it? If you got to tell people you're cool, you're probably not as cool as you think you there are. There you go. If you got to tell somebody you can hang on the Tom Bernard show, you probably can't hang on the Tom Bernard show. I'm you, go. The, you know what? Fine. I don't know why I'm pushing this. They would be hilarious <laughs> on this show. Well, and they're more they, than I, welcome. No. You know what? Done. Done what? I mean, we don't have to, we don't, I, I don't, like, they don't, they're not begging to come on. I just thought they would be who hilarious. Is, who brought up any of this shit? <laughs> what, what happens to your brain? Whoa. We were both talking about how nice that would be, and you go right with, I don't want to put up with, what I are like, you talking I about? I like the rewriting of history that happened yeah, you sure a do. minute ago. Yeah, you it's sure impressive. Do. God, you do that every day. Every day.
You know, I thought it was Tuesday, but I've decided it's Wednesday. Oh, did, really? I wish it was Friday, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I wish it was Friday, like 2040. Same. That's what I'm thinking. Wait a minute. No, I don't. I yeah, don't 2040 want... is a little far in the future. Yeah, yeah. That's bring, bring it back. Yeah, right. 26. Back it up. Back it up. Back beep, it up. Beep, beep. No, Catherine tells me they're both very, very nice, so they're more than welcome to be on the show. But I don't want you here when they are because you're a pain in the ass. Not a problem. It's all worked out in the end. All right, back to our list now. So we've got lawyer, farmer, electrician, musician. Well, see, it just blew up right in their face. I like people who make no money. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And that I, I don't know, again, I love, uh, maybe it's just because the, I just love the consistency of my husband's job. I love that. And I love that we How have benefits. How did we get back there now? Because that's what you're talking about. No, the I'm sexiness not. of it, yeah. The I, sexiness of him coming home at four. I said musician. I, I know, but the list you're talking about is what people find sexy. What? Yeah, what? Yes. We were going lawyer, farmer, electrician, and now we're at musician. Yeah. I will so say how did this. General Mills come up again. <laughs> we were talking about that women think that musicians are sexy. And I was like, I think it is, I find it very hot that my husband comes home at the same time and makes the same amount of money every week. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. Musicians, though. I have a friend of mine from the 80s that was like a marginally somewhat kind of known uh, guitar player back then. And he was telling me stories that before he started making money, that when they would travel, they would go to towns and they would ask the promoter, where is the bar that has the happy hour with free food? Oh, there you go. Because that was the only meal that they would get for the day. So if oh. happy hour started at 3 and it was free chips and salsa, if you bought a beer, they would all go in. Everybody would buy one beer. They would milk it for all it's worth and sit there for sure. three hours Dang. and fill up on chips and salsa. Now, I don't know, ladies. If Is that that sounds date? sexy. <laughs> well, there you go. you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, paramedic comes in next. Then mechanic. Doctor is fourth. Police officers, I wonder if they, when do they take, take this? Because cops right now are looked down upon by a lot of people, which I've never understood. I, I don't know how safe you're going to be without a police force, but I kind of like police forces. You know Same. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, builder, how is a builder sexy? Also, what a broad term. Yeah, I know. Builder, yeah. right, exactly. Like Bob the Builder? Bob. Who specifically are we talking Bob. about? <laughs> I mean, builder's a great job, don't get, but I'm, how, say, isn't he a builder? It's like a contractor, maybe even get more specific. Right, like builders, right. mm-hmm. what is he building? Like, is he in the sand pit just putting castles together? Like, yeah. but you nailed number one. Number one is indeed firefighter. Sure. So that's good. Knew a lot of. I still know a lot of firefighters. They're great people. They're amazing. Cops, firefighters, all those people that keep us safe that you hate. Um, how many? We don't have a lot of full time firefighters, do we? I, mean, I think there's like two or three. I don't want to call them houses or whatever units. Fire houses. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. there's, I think there's a full-time in St. Paul in Minneapolis, but I don't think most of them are either part-time or volunteer or... What? Really? Yeah, I don't think there's... Ugh. Most people I know who wanted to be firefighters had to go to certain places because you, not, not everybody has, like, this is your designated job. You're, like, also doing this. Yeah. A couple of guys I went to St. Anne's with uh, ended up being firefighters. Mm-hmm. One thing I will tell you about firefighters, I don't think you want to tangle with them at a bar. No. I don't know what it is about being a fire, but do they lift a lot of weight so they can p- carry people out of buildings and yeah, that kind of stuff? Yeah, right? Is like, that what they do? I feel like they're off time, too. They, like, lift weights at the firehouse. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm doing, like, stereotypical yeah. movie stuff. Yeah, I just want firefighters to eat chili and have Dalmatians and be super good looking. That's there what I want go. my firefighters to be. I rolled up on the Eden Prairie Firehouse, uh, and I was my you, – you can get your car seat checked. Um, and before Alex told me she'd check, I stopped by there. And this guy, it's a, it's a weird realization when you realize you're older than most firefighters. I walked in. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. like, uh, it felt like a teenager popped his head out and was like, how can I help you? And I was like, what the? Is your, who's in charge? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Probably I'm at that age where eventually most firefighters are going to be younger than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. It was just like a, where's your dad? <laughs> I want him to check my car seat. <laughs> All right, so the, again, according to women, it's lawyer, farmer, electrician, musician, paramedic, mechanic, doctor, police officer, builder, and firefighters, number one. Among the top ten sexiest profession, according to men, would be singer. Oh, God, men. Why, why do I have to read this? I, I, singer. Don't do this to me. Not even, they don't even get the word musician. It's just singer. 
men, this is men, top 10 sexiest professions, number 10 is singer, number 9 is maid. <laughs> maid? That's... What year is it, for Christ? Really? Who are you, Arnold Schwarzenegger? He, I don't, I don't know. If you get the French maid get up with the feather duster, that's not that, how it I works. Know, I know, I know. <laughs> I, but what they're talking about is hiring some squatty Guatemalan lady to come in for twenty five dollars oh. an hour, which I get, but also very sexy. I'm telling you, there is something about sitting Here's... in your butt and watching a woman clean. Oh I know it sounds God. terrible. Oh but my God! You know what though? Hang on, let me go back. It's it's both ways to be able to sit and have somebody in your house clean when you are not having to do it is amazing. It goes for both sexes. Mostly for men, but I'm just saying. Um, Kristen just hung up on us. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to, in my head, try to, like, okay, here's the thing, too. If it's sexy, or is it, is it, it's not like that person's then going to work all day and then coming home and being like, I'm going to clean our house as well. So it's like the actualization of this profession is not, if you think it through, isn't great. Because, like, what are the chances you have a cleaner, somebody who's cleaning houses all day, and, again, they're wearing sweatpants and are, you know, running around, and then they come home and they go, all right, let me get the house as well, honey. No, I'm just saying, like, hiring somebody to do that while you just sit around. Like, uh, it's I don't, just sexy. Yeah, Ben Holson, who was a longtime radio yeah. guy from here. I don't know if you guys know him at all, but mm-hmm. Ben uh, t- told me, because I was cleaning my house one Saturday, and he's like, you got just hire somebody. I'm like, I'm too cheap. And he's like, I'm telling you, for 50 bucks an hour, they come in, it's 100 bucks. It'll be the best. And I'm telling you, when I sat there and just watched TV and two people came in and completely dusted and cleaned everything in my house for two hours, it was, it was kind of hot. You stayed there? Oh, yeah. I cannot. If somebody is cleaning my house or doing anything in the house, I feel too guilty. I've got too much guilt. I have to, like, run errands while they're mm-hmm. cleaning the house. It's, yeah, that's impressive. Okay, so singer's 10, maid is 9. And by the way, men look very shallow on this list. Men do not look good because of the list they came up with. Because we are. Uh, Maid's number 9. Bartender's number 8. Doctor, there's a good one, number 7. Police officer, 6, so that's good. Actor, we'll take it, 5. 4 is teacher, again, tip of the cap. Secretary, which we just dropped off a little bit there. The last three are secretary, nurse, and flight attendant. Why don't you watch a little more porn? Right? Jesus. <laughs> Good God. Oh, that's funny. I mean, the women had nice, solid picks like firefighter, builder, police officer, Elect- doctor. Electrician. Electrician's yeah. in there. We get flight attendant, nurse secretary, and maid. <laughs> Jesus, man. A little more shallow, please, if you possibly can be. Um, it says here, on the flip side, being a judge ranked as the least sexy profession for both men and women, the rest of the five least sexy jobs are... Web developers, politicians, marketing executives, and designers. Hey, good. At least podcasting didn't even make the list. Oh, here. I I love this. There's nothing pornographic at that link, but the website could be NSFW because Love Honey sells sex toys. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, to your point, there's no paycheck from Love Honey. They just get paid in butt plugs. That's That's it. it. So what, bag is, of them. what is NSFW? What is not that? safe for work? They'll usually oh, say, not safe for work? don't okay. click on this NSFW. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Once again, I don't go on the internet, so I'm safe from all of that stuff. And I'm very happy that I'm safe from all that stuff. Yeah. It all works out in the end. But I don't know. It's sexy jobs. Catherine's got a sexy job. and I don't know. It's, I love my wife. Let me put it that way. You're, you think uh, podcasting sexy then? I do. Yeah, because she's a podcaster. That's exactly right. You're 100%. See, right there. We brought home the bacon or something <laughs> or some damn thing. Um, yeah, I, I, that kind of depressed me because that was very depressing that men still stick to all the ones from like the 1940s. Yeah, I, there is something. It's also reliable. There's both disturbing and consistent. But it's got to go both ways for women, too. Like a flight attendant, like it's less maybe about the attractiveness and more about the, hey, I can get a free flight. Yeah, maybe. I, I get to travel with this person because I, there's a lot of male flight attendants right now. I don't know yeah. if you guys have noticed. Yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah, it yeah. is true. Mo, definitely. Uh, this makes me very, very sad because I've interviewed this guy several times. Just a terrific guy. Loved his work. No question about it. Treat Williams was killed yesterday. Mm. You guys know Treat Williams? Mm-mm. You'd know him if you saw him. Yeah, yeah. You definitely would. 
he, one of my favorite lines he ever delivered, and I can't remember the name, was it True Romance? Where he calls a guy a mammy rammer. Oh. <laughs> Listen here, you mammy rammer. <laughs> what a great line. Treat Williams was killed yesterday while riding his motorcycle in Vermont. He was 71 years old. His rep says he was making a turn, and a car cut him off, cut right in front of him. Treat got his big break in 1979 in the movie version of Hair, which was based on the Broadway musical of the same name. More recently, he'd played Dr. Andrew Brown on WB's Everwood from 2002 to 2006. That was his most recent work was 17 years ago? Uh, Uh, No, he does. I'm looking at his IMDb. He was on Blue Bloods for quite a while. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, he was. On CBS, yeah. Yeah. That's a great show. I love Mm -hmm. that show. Um... His other credits include Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. That's the movie I was thinking of. Things, yeah. Uh, yeah, Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. You ever seen that movie, Brittany? No, I haven't. No, you've seen it? So good. Phenomenal movie. Yes. And it was not a big hit at all. Not at all, no. Not at all, but I thought it was just, just to, Christopher Walken in that thing is the most disgusting human on earth. <laughs> you know, I, I got to bring, well, I'll bring it up at the end of the story. Uh, his other credits include Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead, Heart of Dixie, and TV shows Blue Bloods, Light Shift, Chicago Fire, and Chesapeake Shores. He also appeared in several Hallmark movies and Netflix musical Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Also back in 1988, he starred with Joe Piscopo in the underrated zombie buddy cop Dead Heat, their uh, buddy cop comedy. I don't remember Dead Heat. You remember that? Uh-uh. I don't remember that movie at all. Where his character's name was... Roger Mortis instead of rigor, it's Roger. There you go. Get it, huh? That Check actually that sounds fun. What? Being dead heat. Oh, dead heat. Yeah. Oh, you're looking at it right now. Yeah, like the concept is a buddy comedy uh, with zombies. I think that sounds good. I also looked up things to do in Denver. That movie looks great. When it's you're dead. a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's really, really, and I don't even know how I happened upon it. We just found it one day. I've probably watched it 10 times now because Christopher Walken is phenomenal in that movie. Yeah. I want you to come over here and move my right leg, put it across my left leg because he's paralyzed. <laughs> it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that worked. No, great movies. Really, really good. But Treat Williams, very, very sorry to hear that Treat Williams has died because I really enjoyed his work. Oh, man. I got to move on from that. It's making me sad, you yeah. sons of bitches. Stop making me sad, damn it. Right? Uh, yeah. It's uh, things to do in Denver when you're dead. Five different criminals face imminent death after botching a job quite badly. It's got Andy Garcia. Phenomenal. Christopher Walken and Christopher Lloyd in it. And, of course, like you said, uh, um, Treat Williams. But that's a lot of big names. When, you know what happens to Christopher Lloyd in that movie? You can tell me. Do you remember what happened to him in that movie? I can't remember. Okay, watch this. See these? These three went missing for some reason. <laughs> Oh, uh oh! Remember that he tracked them. Oh, yeah, yeah, Remember yeah, that? yeah. <laughs> oh, and at the height of Andy Garcia's power too. Man. Oh God, like, yes. Oh, he oh, was yeah. just such a good-looking guy. I and know. Then, oh, and then when he did, yep. when a man loves a woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, a... that, it makes me ball every time I think of that movie. Nicest yeah. guy in the world too. Oh, that's great. He's talented, to know. handsome, wealthy. He's one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to talk to. I love that. I do too. I really enjoy that when they, they got it all. And it doesn't really affect them. They just do it. So I don't know. Should I take the break here or should I wait a couple of minutes? Uh, We can bring Kristen on. we got a little bit of time here, if you guys don't mind. I just want to come on so you you can see me tearing up because Treat Williams got killed. Yeah, I was uh, screaming it when you were like, what else is you done? I'm like, Chicago Fire. I'm like writing it, Rudy. (laughs) 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 She did did a whole recurring um, uh, character on Chicago Fire. But check his... uh, his Chesapeake Shores was the Chesapeake. Chesapeake, Chesapeake. Shores was the last thing didn't he did. Did you grow up near Chesapeake that was a Bay? That he did. You're a disaster. Chesapeake. Why? Chesapeake. 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 Um, but you know what's really sad in this whole situation? He had tweeted just like two hours before, mm. and then all of a sudden his death was announced so oh, he had God. been he lives in vermont he had been on his farm he had been like working in the field that day and just talking about how much he loves his home and then like literally two hours later he's gone one thing i will tell you you do you own a motorcycle i don't anymore uh, yeah good move i think yeah yeah I'll, I'll tell you why yeah 
because people with their phones are so incredibly distracted now. I would never get on a motorcycle again. You're just too vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, people are not... How many times are you driving down a freeway? People are doing 75 miles an hour, and they're looking at their lap. Yeah. Sure. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. Right, right after I was driving with a guy, he was in front of me, and some lady had swerved over in his lane. And now when I say swerve, like, she was just drifting off into his lane. Oh. And he kicked her side of her, like, her driver's side. From the motorcycle? From the motorcycle, because <laughs> all of a sudden he looked over, and there's this car, and he kicked it. And it scared the hell out of her. And then she swerved back the other way and went into the other lane of traffic. And after that, I was like, you know, I I got a six-month baby at home. (laughs) Maybe it's time we get rid of this thing. Yep. It's just you can't count on other people. No, you can't. Yeah. You just cannot There's count a on trend people. on TikTok that it, like emergency workers will come on and say like five things I'll never do as an emergency worker and on every single list it's ride a motorcycle. Yeah. You just can't you can't trust other people enough. I riding a motorcycle's fun, no doubt about it. Mike Sykes, a buddy of mine, uh, had a motorcycle and he used to give me rides home from school all the time. It was great riding on a motorcycle, but I just wouldn't there's no way I trust people now. Too many people, first of all. Yeah, and especially Los Angeles, Kristen, when people are cutting traffic like that. 100%. And we have bike lanes now in a lot of really um, heavily driven areas. And I will tell you that if you – and I I had this happen to me. I was going into the right lane, and all of a sudden a bike list, like, slammed my car, like, hit it with their hand. And they're like, hey, and I'm like, you're in my blind spot. I can't see you. And because, you know, the city has made all of these, like – lanes of traffic it's impossible to see the bicyclist sometimes and i'm mm-hmm. like it is an accident waiting to happen and i'm sure it happens every single day and you know it would have been my fault but i was like at the same time i'm like it's my blind spot what am i supposed to do i can't see a thing <laughs> i have a question for all of you but Kristen, being the host of this segment um what happened to that show the outlaws with christopher walken have you watched the second season of that show Mm-mm, I it's haven't. Horrible. It got really. That's political. probably why it's gone. <laughs> Is it totally gone now? Is it gone? Did they cancel it? I I don't even know. I was like, honestly, it, it's not even on my radar. Yeah, it's it was really good in the first year. It was funny. They would take shots at each other. It was about it was about people uh, forced labor for committing a crime. Yeah, let me see if because it was Netflix. It was really uh, good. Yeah, it says the Outlaws returning to BBC. For series three. Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Because so all it just they means it'll, about, it'll, at a certain point, it'll, but it says there's no release date for season three. Good. Keep it there. <laughs> we watched season, season two, episode seven, or excuse me, episode five last night. All they talked about the entire hour and five minutes is how racist white men are in England. That's all they talked about for the entire hour. It's like, is that, you really think that's entertainment, huh? Well, was there any sort of like event around it or? No, it was just, it was just lame. It it used to be very, very funny. It was really good. A bunch of good people in it. But now it's just, the entire world is locked up in this political crap. And it's just, ugh. It's disgusting. Well, then you should go. I just watched the um, season two trailer. It's not coming out until August 6th on Max, but season two of Winning Time, mm-hmm. which is like the building of the Lakers dynasty. Yeah, I don't know right, if you saw yeah. season one. No. So well done. Incredible actors. Adrian Brody's in it. John C. Riley. So good. And season two, and this is why I'm going to love it. It really goes into the big rivalry between the Boston Celtics in the early 80s. Sure. Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. So I'm like, I'm all in for that. Is there, was that, I understand at the very beginning of the show, there's a picture of me as a five year old crying because the Minneapolis Lakers moved out of town. <laughs> hey, you know what? You should have moved with the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, pardon me. Yes, I should have moved to LA as a five year old. No question about it. But, hey, I was in Boston with the Celtics and then I moved to LA. That's true. I love that. See, that was my team, though. The Celtics. After the Lakers left, the Celtics came my team, mostly because of Kevin McHale, I'm sure. Nice boy from uh, Hibbing, Minnesota. So I became a fan of theirs. But yeah, that uh, I got to try. Although I will tell you, I got we got very very lucky. Didn't even know we were gonna be lucky because we never watched it. But we started watching Barry last week. Oh, and that right. show is good. That's like one of Rudy's favorite shows. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it just happens that you just don't watch shows for some reason there was no reason we didn't watch it we just didn't 
And now I'm really glad that we didn't because now we got four seasons of it. Right. And a grand total of what, 32 episodes, I think it is? Is it eight? I'd be season? binge watching that. I'd be like, it's a good show. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a binge watcher on shows. I understand, but I, I really enjoy He is terrific in it. Well, everybody in it. Henry Winkler is the most annoying pain in the ass on earth in that show. Yeah. God, is he a pain in the ass. And it won him an Emmy. It did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For being a pain in the ass. No, really good. Anything else out there like that that. Because there have got to be other shows that Catherine and I have never seen, like Barry. Have you watched White Lotus? I can't, I can't I remember it. if you have or haven't. Anytime they show a guy schwanz in the first episode, I'm out. You're out? I don't want to look at some guy's wiener. What, yeah. It's so good. And you know what I love about White Lotus is that like, each season's different because it's taking place at a different resort yeah. underneath yep. that resort name. So. Yep. Um, you know, season three there, it's in Thailand. Um, but I just think that they are so well done. And Jennifer Coolidge is just, she's in the first two seasons. She's such a treat. Oh, really? So that good, huh? Oh, it's yeah, so I, good. I loved it. Yeah. Should I try to track it down? I mean, I thought it was amazing. I loved all the seasons. It's very like, you don't know where it's going to go, but all the stories are interesting. And it's rare that you find yourself wanting to know about all the stories. I feel like a lot of times in these shows, you go, I actually just care about this one storyline. Mm -hmm. And White Lotus, you're like, kind of like, what's all this going on? Because they're all sort of interwoven because it is a resort. Mm -hmm. And so they interact, whether it's at breakfast or at dinner, or yeah. they fall in love, or you know, something happens along the way. It's just really well um, laid out, I think. That's really done well. I love it. And who stars in it? Uh, Steve Zahn's in the first season. Oh, from Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota, yeah. yeah. There's a, yep. there, and there's a, and Jennifer Coolidge, obviously. She's like... In the first two. Yeah, first two. Um, yeah. Oh, Connie Britton is in the season season one. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So you think I should go back and give it a whirl? Sure. I think so. Yeah. And that's also on Max, so... So do they balance the scales and show a woman's vagina? Is that what they do? Yeah, to spread out. Why not? You know what? I Women's vaginas have been shown. It's time for the penis. <laughs> it's time for the penis. Here, here, sister. Seriously. <laughs> like, it's time for the penis. It's, it's, it's penis is time to shine. Because listen, let me tell you. Yes. They need to carry the load. boobs and vaginas and butts from yeah. women. You know who I blame? Jason Siegel. Yeah, it's from, his fault. For getting Sarah Marshall. I blame yes. him. That's where this all started. Way to go, Buster. Okay. Time, the peen time to shine. <laughs> the peen. God, I haven't heard the peen in a while. The peen, baby. <laughs> we do have to take a break. Be right back. Kristen Burt is with us, ladies and gentlemen. Back in just a couple of minutes. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today. Michael Lindell, the creator of MyPillow, knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Dream Sheets. My Pillow 2.0 and more. Mike's latest offer is on his six-piece towel set. This set is made with U.S. cotton, USA cotton, making it extremely absorbent yet still providing that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths, typically retailing for $99.98. For a limited time, you can get this set on clearance for $25 with promo code Tom. That's over 70% in savings. These towels are machine washable, very durable, and come in multiple sizes and styles. To find this offer, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get this clearance price of $25 on the towel set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Wellshire. We're so grateful for uh, their support and, and just the fact that they truly believe in what we do. They, they took the time to get to know us. Uh, they have faith in what we do, and it's just been a great partnership that's just uh, always been based on success. They've always had our back every step of the way. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt with us. Uh, she's got, trying to talk me into watching White Lotus again. I've seen about 15 minutes of it. As soon as the Schwanz came out, I'm like, oh, Jesus, we're trying way too hard here. Hey, oh, You know what I mean? <laughs> it's Not so good, though. Hard. It's so good that you shouldn't let one penis turn you off to an entire series. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you very much. What um, is the premise of the show? I forgot. It's been a long time since I've seen it. It's a it's a resort. Uh, the mm -hmm. first season, I think, is in Hawaii. So um, and 
there's a, a series of different um, storylines going on, but there is a murder that takes place, and it takes you back in time as to oh, how okay. it happened. <clears throat> Would I like the person that was murdered? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm just asking. Would I like the murdered person? I ask myself that with every murder. I do too. <laughs> Did I like them? Was it justified? Like rats ass about you being murdered. Not really. You know, one of those deals. So, what else? I need some uh, other Pat stuff. Pat Sajak to watch. is I retiring know. from Wheel of Fortune. It makes me sad. I love Pat Sajak. I didn't realize he was 76. He doesn't look 76 no, at all. No, he does not. You're right about that. I've always liked that show, to tell you the truth. It's really good. Well, yeah, so he's got one more season. So he's got one more television season mm-hmm. to go through, and then he will retire. Uh, the big question, because Vanna White has not announced that she's retiring. She's 66. So I'm wondering, she has taken over for him as host. Um, he had surgery at one point, and he took over. Um, so I'm just wondering, will they allow her to host the show? And then bring in a new Vanna White at this point. Because she did a great job. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it's almost an insult, I feel like, if they don't promote her to the host role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, she wants it. I, I would think so. Yeah, if she wants it, like, this is like a perfect opportunity to shine. And the other interesting element to all of this, and I don't know if a lot of people realize this, is that Pat has brought in his daughter, Maggie. Mm-hmm. She has a behind-the-scenes role. She does all of their social media and she has also taken over for Vanna White when Vanna White has slid into the host role. And I wonder if it's just going to be kind of like this seamless transition where maybe Vanna hosts and Maggie becomes Vanna. It could be. Like I said, it's a good show. That, that, I think that'd probably be a really good call, actually. Well, especially, and I don't know if people remember this, but Sony also owns Jeopardy. And after the Mm -hmm. debacle, when Alex Trebek passed away, you know, they did this stunt thing with all of the celebrities coming in and hosting. But then the executive producers decided, you know what? I'm going to make myself the host. It was Mike Richards. (laughs) And then all the allegations, all the people and all the skeletons came out of the woodwork and out of the closet. And guess what? He had that role for what? For two weeks at yeah. best. What did he do that they didn't like? Well, he had also run The prices Right. He had a lot oh, okay. of um, sexual harassment allegations against him with a lot of the Barker's Beauties. I don't know if they still call them Barker's, Barker's Beauties. Beauties. You know, the models that they use on the show. <laughs> and it was one of those situations. He had, he had a lot of problems, I think, with his temper. And then they sort of un- you know, like sort of took the veil off and really revealed what happened in the steps to make himself the host. He could basically like conned everyone and mm-hmm. said, I'm going to do it. And this is my job. And he, that he really wanted to be in the limelight when I think Ken Jennings was probably kind of like the heir apparent the entire time. But at that point they had gone down the list so far with all the celebrities. And then they quickly had to sort of scramble and they brought in Ken Jennings and Mayim Bialik to be the co-hosts. Oh, so that's good. You think they'll stay with that? They're, they're definitely going to stay so with that. Are. Now, okay. um, with the writer strike, they do use WGA writers. Ken Jennings did cross the picket line. Maya Bialik did not. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Kind of interesting. Well, she does a lot more acting, doesn't she? Yeah, I feel like there's more at stake for her sure. as an actress, for sure. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, but he finished up her two-week run when the writer strike started. So we won't have any new episodes, I don't think, at all until <laughs> we wrap up this writer strike, though. Good but show, I think they have enough banked for the summer. That is a really good show. I do like that show. If you're really smart to be on uh, Jeopardy. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. There are not a lot of dummies on that show. That's a, yeah, have you known anybody that's been on there? I know one guy. Yeah, one guy. Too. Yeah, one guy I used to work with, uh, and actually, he used to. We just had her on. He uh, used to chum around with Mary Lou Henner mm-hmm. because they both have that same affliction. I can't even call it an affliction. I guess that superpower where they're able to recall <laughs> events. You know how Mary Lou has that right. thing where she can just like remember dates and times and where she was. And my friend Brad Williams has that same exact mm-hmm. uh, ability. Yeah. So I saw you guys know? had Mary Lou Henner on the other day. She's Did you guys wonderful. talk about her superpower? Nah, no talking about the superpower. She was just, she's a really good guest. We were just laughing a lot about, because I've interviewed her eight billion times. She's a very, very nice person. She's so sweet. I covered her during Dancing with the Stars season, and her superpower kept on messing her up. And 
it was one of those situations because, you know, when you learn a dance, oftentimes they're like, we're going to change this part and, you know, make it faster, make it slower, change the arms, whatever. But she kept on like reverting back to the original dance that she learned in her brain. Mm. And she would just be on the dance floor sometimes and just completely like blank because she'd be going to the old dance. Her partner, Derek Huff, was doing the new dance. It was crazy. I like it. That works for me. I've been very, very happy. It worked for her. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Never wrote it out. <laughs> that is the deal. So, yeah, I, hey, that all works out for me. Everything else good? Everything else is good. Hey, real quick, to get back to the person that they're going to replace, Van, or if, if Vanna White moves up and they replace Vanna with either Maggie Sajak, who I think should be the obvious choice here, uh, I hope they don't go with a guy. And the only reason why I say that is because if I don't know if you guys have, I, you guys worked, but for a while there, I was a little unemployed and I spent a little time on the couch at 10 o'clock and then the Price is Right would come on. They brought in male Barker's Beauties for a while. And I don't know if you guys saw it. They're still there. They're still there. They, those guys got to go. They got to <laughs> go. They, they look so dense behind the eyes and there's just nothing there and it feels weird. And here's the thing when they talk about like they, should, they shouldn't subject women to beauty standards. Those dudes that are on The Price is Right, huge guns, six-pack abs. Yeah. Every time they bring out a boat, it's always a guy in board shorts with rippling abs and he's got a tight jawline. And I'm just like, I don't want those guys in there. It takes away from it. What is, I don't you even want know. someone with a dad bod to come in. Yeah, I'd take that anytime. I want that guy doing a cannonball in, in a or cannonball in an above ground pool. That's what I want. And what what do you want the woman the women to look like? I'm to, for what I, I don't care. It doesn't oh, matter God. to me. It doesn't matter to me. I just don't like the guy on there. I would much rather have. It feels more natural. And you can have a woman as the host of the show if you want. Great, Thanks. go for it. Yes, absolutely. I'm just saying. Uh, it feels weird to have a guy up on stage who's all ripping and, you know, big guns and pecs and, yeah. Well, do you remember that Bob Barker got in trouble with the Barker's Beauties? He mm-hmm. wound up having several several uh, sexual harassment cases that he had to go and settle during his time on The Price is Right. And I feel like th- they happened maybe in, like, the late 90s or early 2000s. And ha- had it happened later, you know, had he still been working in, let's say, 2017, 18 it would have been a much bigger issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'd had affairs too with, I think, several of the Barker's beauties. So I don't really understand. Why would you want to do that? Have an affair with somebody? I've never had an affair with anybody I worked with. I don't know if I'd be comfortable with that. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I've seen it happen plenty on the job. Oh, really? And mm-hmm. like, especially when I was working um, and traveling for my job. And we had a whole host of team that worked with us while we were hosting the show. And people are away from their spouses. And it's just you you go out drinking after. It's the alcohol, I think, honestly, that really gets people into a lot of trouble. And I I am like the morality police. This is so funny. A friend of mine who is married, I caught her making out with another person. (laughs) And I literally came around the corner. And I had had a couple cocktails myself. And I'm like... What is going on here? And the two of them were like, <laughs> and pulled apart. And I'm like, what? Okay, so everyone else gets like, you know, really romantic after having alcohol. And I'm the morality police, like killing everyone's buzz. Oh, yeah. I would be a wreck. I'd be so uncomfortable. I would she? tell, I'm telling you, I would tell on both of you two. I don't even care if I barely know your wife. I will tell on everybody. Like, she oh. bribed me for a year with like massages, expensive Ooh. dinners. She, yeah, because she thought I was going to tell her husband because I do know her husband. And I was like, As, if this was just like a, a fleeting thing, I'm going to let it go. But I'm like, if this keeps on happening, watch out. Yeah, although I could, my calves are a little tight. If you want to go ahead and make an appointment for that nice massage <laughs> right? a little bit later, I'm just <laughs> saying. Yeah. So don't go traveling with me on a long-term job yeah. and make out with a coworker. Because- no, Kristen, I'm with you. you. We would go around and just, I would tell on everybody. I so bad. Because uh, I can't have that on my head. I'd be like, listen, at some point I'm going to tell your significant other in like a, uh, an anonymous email, but I'm, it's going to happen. If I knew you were cheating, if people were cheating, I just, that's just layers of bad karma. <laughs> it is. And especially if you know the, the person's significant yes. other and then yes. they find out that you knew. And I mean, this is this is stuff that also sort of like came into light during Vanderpump Rules this season. But it really makes people think like, what would you do if you knew the spouse and you knew that the husband or wife was cheating? Like, do you tell? Do you not tell? Because you're also risking the friendship because there's a 
big chance that you will never talk to them again. That would make sense, yes. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't hang around with people that do that. I don't need it. That you know of. Well, but again, you can kind of tell because if they're going to, you know, screw around in their spouse, they're going to screw you over if they get a chance to. Sure. Who yeah, but there, I've had, like, all of a sudden, like, out of the blue, like, w- an affair will come to light, like, within mm-hmm. a friend circle or something. And some people are really good at hiding it. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, that's, I bet you that's true. Right underneath your nose. I've never understood the big difference. It's all kind of, you know, if you found somebody you like, what's the problem there? Right? They get bored with them or something? What happens? I mean, I would assume in my mind it's got to be in the, the emotional piece because it's, um, yeah, like obviously sex is exciting. And if you want to have sex with a new person or whatever, that's, you and I are kind of the same where we're like, it's hard to fathom that that matters that much. Right. But it's got to be the emotional piece, mm-hmm. right? That you're missing or that you have kind of disconnected with your spouse or I don't know, or maybe it is the excitement of, doing something out of the normal day well i told you yesterday we have a dog so he takes care of it yeah Mm -hmm. and i'll tell you why Kristen. so i was looking for Catherine on sunday night right and i was downstairs and i got a call that we had to take care of something so i went upstairs and i walked into the bedroom because during the week i don't sleep in that bedroom because it keep Catherine awake all night that wouldn't be she'd have to get up at like you know 5 30 in the morning so I walked into the bedroom, and Catherine was just getting out of the shower. And our dog, Jude, sees me in the bedroom, sees Catherine in the bedroom naked, and goes in his kennel because he thinks we're going to have sex. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. Every time that I come in that room and Catherine's naked, he thinks we're going to have sex. It's like, what? He had a little doggy popcorn in front of him. He's like, whoa, what's up, Jude? Ready to go. Watch it all. It's so weird that dogs... They get into this routine, and it's like, well, if that's the routine, I'm going to follow it every time. Yeah. That's all that is, is just following a routine. But I just thought it was so weird. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> would you settle down over there, you little pup? Calm down, dog. Calm down, dog. Relax. i got to go back downstairs. Do we all own dogs? Everyone on the show? Uh, we do. Yeah, I think I so. Don't. No? Does the cat? I don't know, Brittany, if you cats. ever have yeah, this. Where... Don't see the other cat. The other cat doesn't come in the closet. I Just, just this one. Mm. Every morning. <laughs> Well, no, that's always the hardest when the animals jump into the room when you're just, like, oh, trying God. to enjoy yourself. You're like, yeah. hey, could you stop licking my foot there, Fido? Knock it off. Can you hit the road? See? Oh, they do that stuff. Absolutely, right. yeah. My, when I married my husband, he's like, no dogs upstairs. And I thought, that's a t- I hate this rule. But I'll tell you what. Like there are, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice when we come downstairs in the morning. They're all excited and they have their, they have like these beautiful beds by the fireplace. They're fine. And I at first thought it was very emotionally hard, but it's it's nice because it just feels less like I don't know. They're in the mix. I dated somebody where we he started messing around with me, and the dog was on the bed, oh, and I was God, like, no, he's got it, no. and he's like, no, we're fine. And I was like, this is not okay. I, I agree. this is not okay. Ah. <laughs> I agree with you on that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, look at that. all we ever do is we keep nice. Nice order in our lives. What, what can we say? Exactly. My cats are everywhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. You can't tell a cat where to go. The cat, you know, if, if things are rocking in the bed, they'll, they'll exit really fast. They don't want to be around. Yeah. <laughs> very, very true. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.